previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. Can't do this. Then why are we? Because we have people we're responsible for. Then I think it's time for us to talk about a plan to get out of here. All of them simultaneously grab their stomachs and begin throwing up liquid crimson. Ah, we're always cool. We're the dungeon boys. No, brother. I won't let you make the same mistake I did. I made... Letting an enemy live is the only mistake we could make. Why did you think that they're all devils? Devils can walk around in disguises. That's what Stump and Plunker tell us. So we are in agreement then. You leave us, the children, and the encroachers with us all alone. And I'll deliver her to you. Rub your gem on this wall. Twilight opens up the trap door and goes, Jump in! Honey, there ain't no devils down here, but definitely it's where the soup comes from. Think we gotta blow this whole thing up. Stump and Plunker, in their clown outfits, are standing there with Milo. <laughs> Milo cocks his finger, and he goes, Okay, hold on. If we're gonna talk, I wanna make myself a little more comfortable. <laughs> Revealing a demon, a devil, with wide horns arcing down his forehead, enormous wings, and his entire body is covered in this shimmering, silvery skin. Now look here! You found me out and that's some damn good sleuthing. But we all know the buck can't stop here. Angel, what did you do? No, it wasn't supposed to be like this. I I'm sorry, he said he would leave us alone. And you trusted him? We have every intention of taking the encroachers Angel and King alive. How do we keep going up against these monsters? I guess we're just that charming. You will get these back when you earn your keep. Oh, and, uh, Book of Mithlaron? Duh. Touch my friends again, and I will personally come over and show you exactly what Poacherblatt did to me. Okay, Pumpkin? Greetings, consumers. I'm your Pokovnolik, Laurent, back once more for giving you updates to State of City. You may have been hearing rumors about a farmer's market burning down in fire. I am saddened to inform you that this is very true. Farmer's market was once thriving ecosystem where we developed great technological advances in the medicine and food productions. It is unfortunate, but encroachers are responsible for tragic loss. They were hearing that we were developing such wonderful gifts for you, our consumers. And in their jealousy, they burned down Farmer's Market without remorse. Rest assured that while encroachers are currently at large, our Duraki Police Department is doing everything in its power to apprehend these criminals. If anyone is having information about encroachers' locations, you are obligated to tell us by order of Nadsmodershik. Failure to provide information against these terrorists will result in instant termination. You are probably wondering, what will we do to feed you? While our original plan was to postpone Ohoda, thanks to Farmer's Market, it seems that encroachers prefer to be hunted like beasts. So, we will be delivering on original promise of competition between Ohoda hunters and newly formed Doraki Police Department. This year's Ohoda will run on point system, 
anyone participating will be graded based on efficiency in execution and preservation of meat. It is not enough to kill encroachers, but salvaged food for consumers must be properly maintained. What are we going to do about them? I do not know if we can trust them yet. But if they can grow food in the labyrinth, then that's a good starting point. I guess. Have they told us anything else? No. Just that they will not cause any trouble for us or the Krisa. It's a start. Could we send them on missions or something? That's a bad idea. If we send them in unarmed, we endanger them. And if we arm them, we endanger ourselves. I don't think they're going to be any trouble. Why not just let them go? Because we need their help. And they need ours. Besides, I don't think the kids would like that. Angel. King. Yeah? What do you need? Just an honest answer. Why are you sticking around with us? You know we don't trust you. We aren't going to leave the kids with these giant rats. It's not like we have anywhere else to go anyway. So you're saying... For now, you're stuck with us. As long as I can set up a lab in this labyrinth, I'm happy. I want my shotgun back. No. Pretty please? No. I... What? No. I'm not giving you the shotgun. Kevin is already upset you're here. I'm not arming you. Is that the long hair guy? Yeah. So, uh, when we first met, you shot our friend Liam, and he's not happy about it. I didn't shoot anyone, just a giant rat that... Oh. Yeah. I should apologize to him. Or I could... I think you should stay far away from Kevin for now. Just, I don't know, try and stay out of trouble, okay? Alright. Anyway, um... It's uh, game day, right? Uh, Mitch, uh, Manny, let's go and play. Uh, we've got a bigger audience now, and uh, come on, you guys can sit in and listen. The dark. <laughs> oh, the dark, the dark, we're in the dark. <laughs> what? Oh, sh shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Why, why are you still here? <laughs> why, I'm always here, darling. And I'm not going anywhere. I promise. I'll kill you. I'll kill you, I swear to God, I'll find a way, there's gotta be a way, I'll find a way to kill you, and you'll be gone, and, and, <laughs> oh, sweetheart, you can't kill me, you are me, and I am you. How's she doing? 
Not great. She's literally having a full-on conversation with herself in there. I heard. I was hoping sensory deprivation would help get to the root of things, but... Why not have Riley try Angel's for? No. I mean... Not yet. I don't... I don't trust them enough to put Riley through that. Yeah, but it could... Mitch trusted me to help Riley. I'm not about to let them get hurt. The stalking assholes. Fair enough. Hey, let's go uh, play for a bit, eh? I think Mitch is ready. Hey, come on, guys! We got a performance to put on for our new audience. Kids! Kids! <laughs> you remember last time Milo revealed himself to be a shimmering, silver-skinned devil. Stump and Plunker, those literal clowns, are lying in a smoking heap in the back of an underground kitchen. And Milo is his new true form revealed has said to you, Now look here. You found me out, and that's some damn good sleuthing. But we all know the buck can't stop here. So, how's about we cut a little deal? Y'all let me go. Make it worth your while. Only if you stand exactly where you are and tell us everything. And also, oh. hey Mitch, can I stack a zone of truth on a zone of truth? <laughs> I suppose. You can cast it again, because we don't know if the zone of truth worked in the first place. Well, Twilight doesn't know, because Twilight's not there. Double but, zone so. of truth. Uh, I... I... Just blowing through these spell slots. I've got a mana potion. You wouldn't let me shove it down Kevin's throat to get us out of the turtle? <laughs> sure. It only comes with a slight chance of psychic backlash, but I have two of them. Uh, I... I guess you can cancel it and recast it. No, I'm gonna say, I want to stack them. <laughs> it's super truthy in there. <laughs> All right, uh, rolling to resist. Okay, you 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 still can't tell. He's like, now I see what you're doing. Now, Torin, you don't gotta worry your pretty little head about it. I'll just go ahead and tell you everything I know. What are your plans? Where's the wizard? And uh, how do we stop you? Plans are the same as they always been. We're gonna make some soup. Why are you making soup? Well, we're making soup because it helps us do something, uh, do something pretty tricky, you see. See these two idiots over here? Stump and Plunker? Well, you see, they were looking for a little power boost, trying to get the edge up on me. But once I revealed what I was doing, I basically enslaved them. It's pretty funny. Now, next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna take all this soup, and we're gonna let them have it. Just let you have it. Do you want some soup? I'll give you some soup. I'm making some right now. And he holds up the little sliver of meat that he just cut off a stump and he like wiggles it in front of his face. What is the true purpose of the soup and what does it do in the long term to people, humans and what? Ah, now you're asking all the good questions. Well, you know what? I don't mind telling you. Oh, I suppose I could show you. Tell you what, let me on out of here. I'll reveal to you my whole master plan. You stay right there and you tell me a master plan now. He is in Zone of Truth, so he's not no, lying. No, you get to do a save, and we don't know if he's actually... Well, Torn doesn't know if he's actually telling the truth. Uh, Vert would like to do something while they're talking. Go ahead, Vert. And I would like to whip out Hydrafang and be like, Hydrafang has not fed on devil blood in quite some time, and also I need to feed my hat, so you stay right there in my zones. Vert casts Charm Person on... Oh, very fun. Uh, yeah, go ahead and charm person. 
That's a wisdom saving throw. And can I can my intimidation attempt also be kicking into like try and I guess distract or help? Uh, I mean, it's a wisdom saving throw. I'm not sure. While all this is happening, Twilight is playing like uh, hopscotch <laughs> with with Lady Victorious. <laughs> so how did the um... Uh, it is going to uh, fail the charm person roll. So can I roll my intimidation roll to see if I can intimidate? Huh? No. No, no, it failed. That means it worked. It failed. You have charmed uh, Milo. Oh. Hey, Milo. Um. What's going on, my good buddy? Did, could you do us a, a wonderful little favor? Well, of course. Uh, could you help us get up to the castle? Get up to the castle? Yeah. Why, there's no way to get up to the castle from here. Not that I'm aware of. Oh. Wouldn't want anyone getting up there wasn't supposed to be. Unless, of course, you can fly, but then you'd have to get past all the shield. Oh. Well, that's... That's unfortunate. Um... That's right. Solar shields. You'd have to block out the whole damn sun. Really? Well, that sounds kind of tricky. Bert's gonna kill the sun. <laughs> that's why we're stationed down here, you know. Oh, so that's why you've been assigned down here, is, you know, that... that... Oh, yeah. See, I'm what you call middle management, but I'm working my way up. Oh. Tor nudges Bert and is like, Ask him how to bring down the magic wall in the room to the left. Oh, yeah. How are you getting to the pantry over there? Oh, yeah. I got the force cage spell going on over there. Uh, oh, yeah. That was real clever of me. Oh, no. That is an incredibly clever thing. Um, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you the way around that. I uh, got here magic rock. See this magic rock? And he holds up what looks like an amulet with a whole bunch of runes inscribed on it. He seems to have pulled it out of a pocket. But now that he's in his sort of like true form... You don't see him wearing any clothes. He just kind of pulled it from somewhere underneath the, like, kitchen work table he's at. Mm-hmm. His prison wallet. <laughs> You're going to need one of these. Oh, that looks really cool. Hey, can I see that real quick? Oh, sure thing. Oh. Just a uh, uh, sure thing, buddy. But before I hand it over to you, I am going to need a quick little favor for you. Hmm. See, how about we switch places here? I'll go unlock that force cage for you and uh, get you all the food you need. Well, I, why, don't, why don't we do it together? I mean, because... More hands make less work. We'll do it together. Doing it together, that's, uh, that's teamwork, and that's, uh, that's the heart of any friendship. And he comes walking out from around the uh, the kitchen table, holding out a hand to you, Vert, as though saying, let's hold hands and walk. He And he's got the stone in his other hand. It says adorable. How much taller How much taller is he than Vert? Uh, he is uh, as tall as Torin. <laughs> <laughs> Can Torin awesome. be standing at the doorway ready with Hydrofang? Oh, this is Absolutely. beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so yeah, he's, he's uh, holding out his hand to you, Vert, to go walk with him. He's like, yeah, let me unlock that for you. While I'm doing that, let me tell you all about this here soup. See, soup here solves a very important problem for us devils. And he's just talking and talking and talking. Torn, are you going to do anything? You're going to let him finish talking. Well, he already left the zone of truth, but I guess, uh, well, it's not really a concentration spell, so, eh. I'll let it be, and I'll keep an eye on him and make sure he doesn't run for the ladder or the exits. If you're trying to take a soul, you gotta have their, the soul bearer's permission. It's all about willpower, you see. It's about willpower. The willpower, yeah. You gotta have them consensually give their soul to you, and that's why we make deals with people. That way, when they die, we cash in. Let's say you need a whole bunch of souls real quick, and you're tired of asking all their permission. Yeah. So, what we did is we went for the second way to get souls. Sacrifices. Oh. Now, see, the soup is given willingly by these two idiots over here. Huh. We pretend that we're in dire straits, and the supers, well, they come round and they take our soup. 
and we pretend that we're losing battle after battle after battle. Yeah. They take the suit, stump and pluck it, give it to their men, and their men are our sacrifices. Now it gives them a temporary power-up. Hey, um... What's up? Um, Mitch, as this is happening, uh, Mo told Twilight everything that was going on, and Twilight said cloak and stealth their way down there to try to sneak up behind Milo. Absolutely. Make stealth check. It's a good way to break up the exposition. That was 26 total. Okay. That'll be locked in for later. Okay. Now, you see, they're running a, a pretty safe gamble. They thinking if they can sacrifice themselves to the suit, but use its power up to kill us before they die, well, then they win. Now, I think that sounds pretty fun, don't you? Well, that is definitely a genius move. Oh, it's a whole game. Oh. Now, hey, would you like would you like to buy this car here? I promise you, it's not a lemon. Now, you see right here what I'm doing here. What I'm doing here is called talking you up, Vert. Uh huh. So here's what we're gonna do. And uh, he said, Torin, uh, uh, pardon me. And he asked if he can move, if he if you'll move, so he can go into the next, like the foyer, basically. I back up, still trying to block like the ladder and any other way of escape. Oh, you're like you just back way the hell up. I just back up for every inch, like, still blocking, only giving him enough to get out and maybe go to the other door in the pantry. Okay, so yeah, you, you block the way. And, uh, he says, Alright, Vert, here you go. And he tosses the stone to you, and he lets go of your hand. Mm-hmm. And he says, Now, Torrin, we're all friends here. How about you just, uh, let me on through there, bud? You can't beat me, and, uh, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just here to, uh, make some soup. So how's about you just uh, you scooch your scaly little butt on over, and I'll be right up that ladder, and we'll all be right as rain. I keep hydrofang in a slashing stance. It's like, have a close look at this weapon. Take a real oh. good long look at it. Oh, yeah, Torrin, I know what that is. You killed the Devil Knight, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, good old Devil Knight is, uh, well, he's a good friend of mine, and I'm gonna miss him dearly, but I don't think it's gonna be too much of a problem. You see, Torin, I'm a special kind of devil. You, uh, you go ahead and, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a freebie. And he holds his arms out, and he looks you right in the eye. He says, go on now, give it a shot. Hmm. Now, first off, I know you're hesitating. I know you've just been through a whole castle full of illusions. So you got I a take whole bunch a swing of... at his neck and cast Thunderous Smite while I'm swinging. Absolutely. Uh, roll to hit. <laughs> That'd be plus proficiency, plus strength. Uh, yeah, just a normal, uh, attack. Has this, so, uh, 13, 16, uh, 19. Wait, doesn't he get bonus, doesn't he get bonuses because it's a devil? Oh yeah, and it's a plus two weapon. Gotcha. So 19, and then the plus two from Hydrofang, so 20 and 21. Uh, yeah, you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit him right on the neck. As the swing starts, Vert drops hold of the rock when hydrofang like okay. comes up for the swing he he immediately he instinctively lets go of the rock oh yeah the rock tumbles to the ground it's like a like an emerald that's inscribed in runes mm -hmm. uh yeah you drop to the ground uh roll your damage so that's a 1d12 plus my strength bonus and i'm using thunderous smite do a strength saving throw Ooh, a 10 so he's gonna fail the strength saving throw as well 10, 11, 14. Okay. Let me, and wait, 14 damage, but also with strength bonus, uh, 15, 16, so 17. 
Hydra Fang hits him directly in the neck and seems to stop just as the point of the weapon drives into his neck. It's like it hits with something even more solid. And you can see the crackles of lightning jumping off of this point of contact. And Hydra Fang stops just mid-air and you feel the shock run down its shaft into your hands. But these, this creature is standing there smiling at you as the lightning rips at his skin. And you can see this shimmering silver skin just start to crack like a statue. And then just as quickly, the lightning ends, the thunderous smite ends, the force of it throws him 10 feet to the left and he flies past Vert and clings onto the wall uh, digging his claws in to get hold and you can see that there is a smoking wound on his neck a, or should be a wound but rather just smoking cracks in his skin that almost instantly reseal themselves and now that he's clamped into the wall with his claws, he begins to make a break for the ladder. Does that give me an attack of opportunity? No, he's ten feet past you. You knocked him way past. You hit him hard and did no visible damage. We're still near the ladder, so he'd have to be running towards and then past us to go up it. Well, there's enough There's enough space in the room. It's a fairly wide room. As he tries to make a break for it, uh, Twilight is going to cast Shatter on his head, um, coming out of their stealth. And this also grants me Sneak Attack as well. Well, you can't... Sneak Attack wouldn't apply to Shatter, uh, but you are... Oh, so physical attacks. Okay, um, I'm gonna stab with my Silver Rapier. Can you describe, like, are there any clear points of interest on his body, like weak points, like glowing runes? Or is the crack on his on his silver skin? Is it still it there? It has already mended itself. Even the little whiff of the little wisp of smoke is gone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so go ahead and make your attack with advantage. He did not spot okay. you. Okay. Woo! That is an eighteen. Yeah, you hit. And that's a total of ten damage. Your rapier is going to pierce his the thin membrane of his wing and it's going to go through smoothly like butter and there's again the hiss and sizzle of silver contacting devil flesh and uh, you pull the rapier free and see that this wing almost instantly begins to meld you see individual strips of flesh jump from the wound and reconnect the devil keeps running right past you what the strap and makes his way to the ladder and he says now, gentlemen, I don't want there to be any hard feelings between us, so you go ahead and find me, and we can talk over this whole solution later. Now, have fun, enjoy your food, you've earned it, and, uh, whatever you do with Stump and Plunker is fine by me. Uh, alley-oop! And he leaps up the ladder, and then in that moment you see coming down the shaft is his, the crow that Milo had flying with him, and it sees what's happening, and he goes, Mer? And you hear the voice of Milo say, Now, Gaudy, come on up here! And the bird flies up the ladder to meet with the devil. And he is gone. Your best new friend? He's a dick. Who? Who are you talking to? Who? I'm talking to Torn and Vert. I'm like, your new friend's uh, a dick. Again, you could have been talking to Mitch. <laughs> yeah. That thing was... Uh, Vert picks up the stone again. 
How could it ignore the holy powers of Hercules? Twilight is like pricking their finger on the tip of their rapier to make sure it's still pointy, and they're like, "Ow, no, it's still still pointy." The heck? Rapier's definitely still pointy. Uh, Hydrofang definitely still empowered. Yeah, I think that thing is uh, got force capabilities. It's, it's a, Jedi? a Jedi. <laughs> uh, y- yes, that's exactly what i mean bird turns around and goes over to the forest wall uh and just holds up holds up the stone and uh taps it against the thing you feel uh i guess you could still see the runes couldn't you so the runes in the air you see them spiral in place and then get sort of sucked into this stone you now have a stone of force cage Essentially, it's like a force cage scroll. If you break the stone, it will release a force cage. And past that in this room is food. Real, genuine food. Not never ever berries, just food. As well as uh, 37 jars full of thinly sliced, presumably stumps arm. Yeah, I'm not touching that. I start opening the jars and feeding it to my helmet. (laughs) Oh, finally, something good. Oh, there's so much nutrition in here. Hey, save some of that for my child. There are plenty of corpses back on the surface. Oh, absolutely. It's just like, they're so thin. It's like, it's like once you have one, you just can't stop. So, uh, stump, plunker, attend, hut. They're still in the other room, I think, huddled. They are still, yeah, they're still in the other room. They are, um, they are smoking in the sense that there is smoke coming off of their bodies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're still inside my two zones of truth, and there's still a zone of truth in the pantry. And they have been positive. You, you know that they've been affected by zone of truth. Twilight, you go interrogate them. We'll start packing up this food for, well, the camp that is still allied with us and also our camp. Oh, yeah, we should probably give this to them. Okay, sounds good to me. And Twilight makes their uh, their way over. Uh, Stump and Plunker are crying like babies. Hey, hey. Hey, you guys all right? We're we're the dumbest idiots. You know, that's very true. You are very dumb. But you don't have to be dumb forever. Have you ever read a book? We thought working for the bad guy would be the right move, but we're just dumb. That's okay. That's okay. You can figure things out, you know? Things could be a little better for you. Possibly. I guess, yeah, they're just, they're just crying. How'd you like to work with us? You you forgive us, even though we're the dumbest dumb butts to ever dumb? Hey, Mitch, these two characters seem really specific. Is this about... No, it's not. Okay. Nope. No, we're good. Okay. It just, uh, it seems really personal. No, we're good. Just, I just want, I want the kids, I want the kids to understand, like, making deals with the bad guy is always the wrong choice, right? It's a very important lesson. It seems really obvious in retrospect. You would be able to speak from experience, so that does make sense. Yep. Mm. Mm. Too real. Too real. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Okay. How about you come with us as long as you promise not to make deals with bad people anymore? Sure. Yeah. We'll stop selling our allies down the river for our own personal gain. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you're getting a little too on the nose, bud. Reel it back. 
Reel it back just no, a little No, they're good, bit. they're good. Uh, mm, but yeah, uh, Stump and Plunker pick themselves up. They brush off the sooty parts of their outfits, uh, which I want to... What are their... I know they're clowns, but what are their character classes? Uh, they are clowns, and I don't think they deserve more credit than that. Uh, and so they are up and standing now. <laughs> uh, you can just take them wherever you want. I take them with us, and I go, Here, you guys... You guys have really big shoes to fill. <laughs> I could be a clown. Okay, um, why don't you help us carry this food back to our camp? Okay. Uh, Stump bandages up his messed up arm and then takes, like, his fake hand, puts it back on. You notice his, his arm's just a little shorter now. <laughs> and he, he starts carrying up food. They, they start doing it. And you guys come up the top of the ladder and you find yourself inside a tent at the top of this ladder. And outside is the big cauldron and the rest of the uh, super camp. Hey, Lady Victorious! Hello! We're back! And one cauldron filled with the poop of the one survivor we left. That is also true, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever happened to that guy? He's pooping. Is he, is he back? Or did he just disintegrate and voided all of his weight as, as like, poop? He's, he is alive. He'll be lucky to have any bones left. <laughs> the important thing is that he's alive. Uh, but yeah, you uh, you make your way out, and Lady Victoria's like, Oh my god, you found all the food? That's incredible, there's so much! Did you guys find where the soup goes? How do we- did we- are we done with soup forever? Oh yeah, we never opened that last door. Oh. So after dropping off the food, we go okay. back down and kick the third door. Well, you guys do that. Twilight. Twilight doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just Torin. At Torin, what you see is a room of uh, a room of pipes, interlocking networked pipes, and you can see there is a a pressure gauge here, and there are pipes moving along the ceiling and along the walls, but you can't see where they terminate. It's as though the soup uh, is more like dropped off here, and that its ultimate source must be along one of these paths. Okay, so these pipes don't send anywhere, they just receive? Yes. There's also a little a little spigot here if you want your own soup. Hmm. I break I break the spigot. No one else is in here. Like you just if you snap it off, I'm pretty sure that just means soup just starts pouring out. Yep, I just kick it to break it and watch it pour out on the floor. Yeah, it is pouring out like fire hose pressure. It is there is a lot of soup in there. Just ruby red soup. Just hot red blood smelling liquid is filling up this this cavern now i nod my head and turn to leave fair enough yeah you climb back up the ladder and there you are uh you're in milo's tent and then you are back not much more to learn from there and soon that tunnel will deal with itself mm -hmm. what'd you do let's just say there won't be much air left down there soon did you fart real hard? Torin farted. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you super farted. Which is fine. I mean, I don't want to shame your gastrointestinal movements. It just, it sounds like you super farted. I throw a mud ball at <laughs> Twilight again. Why do you have these? I need you to define that. In context? Oh, we need to better define what mud ball means now. It's just picking up mud from the ground. Because it's probably still covered in soup and blood and muck. And then throwing it at Twilight. Mm. Now I know what you no, meant. No. I only use liquid attack for that to source. 
Oh, God. The real question is, what do you do now? You have this information. Uh, you know this is not the source of the soup, but you have uh, successfully raided the super's camp. We load everything worth taking, all the There's food, all the smithing materials and armor and whatnot. Everything basically not nailed down or anything worth a damn, and I guess we just head back to our individual camps. As we ride back to the camp, Twilight has their ukulele out, and they're just going, dun 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 that's, that's cool. Is it, did you just make that one? Yeah, I did. Do you like it? Yeah, no, I get it. It's, it's got a nice little bounce to it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I think the long-necked lizards will like it, too. So Vert uh, uh, puts, uh, he tries to etch into his uh, little, um, basically his, his reins and, and stuff, uh, the name that he is bestowing on this uh, beast, uh, Thick Lizzie. Thick Lizzie, thick Lizzie. So which camp do we go back to first? Ours or the adventurers? How many C's is in uh, thick? How many C's? Oh, two. I think we should go back to our camp specifically, just because it's been okay. a long time since we've been back there. I mean, how long has it been since we left our camp for Lady Victorious's camp? I want it to be something stupid like exactly three minutes. <laughs> With all the travel time, it's been it's been a full day. Yeah, yeah. So I would love it if we can go back to our camp. We could bring some of this food there. Um, I want to check in with my child. And, you know, the Bilka is not even with us, so I want to make sure she's okay. Maybe she can give us some insight on Milo. Yeah, no, everyone at camp is ecstatic with everything that has gone on. Uh, that you got fresh food and crazy stuff, and uh, you met a new devil. Like a new, basically new species of devil, essentially. We dump a bunch of metal and smithing and weapons and armor on McKean and just say, get to work. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, McKean gets to work. He's, he's ready. He just starts taking things, sharpening the stuff that's good, breaking down the stuff that isn't. Uh, takes a look at your saddle on Thick Lizzie. Thinks uh, you did a pretty good job. If you can find any ways to improve or um, help her out, go for it. You give me some feathers, I can put some cushions on that thing for you, so it doesn't chafe your undercarriage so bad. Hmm. Can you give her battle armor? Well, it'll take some time, and we'll need more materials, but yeah, I could do that. Hmm. Bird past the lizard. While they're all talking over this, Torn is still just taking out random jars of Plunker, Stumpy, or whatever the hell their names are, and feeding it to his helmet. <laughs> You've now eaten all of them. I'm assuming we brought at least a couple corpses for the other mimics. Twilight calls Elliot over and goes, Here you go, son. I know you need some food, but make sure you save it. Don't don't eat it all at once. Um, um, mm. Thank you, parrot. You're welcome. These are delicious bits of human person. You're welcome, but why do you need to eat, though? I remember you saying you don't need food for sustenance, or Chester said that or something. Wait, they- what? Yeah, when we first met the Mimics, you specifically said that they don't need to eat to survive that biting people was just basically their job i mean if you're changing the canon i'm into it i just you know that's what i know oh i didn't i didn't remember saying that at all yeah yeah it was around the time when i was trying to recruit chester to join us and i was like why do you eat people and chester was like well really we need to eat and we get your gap and i was like oh well do you want to join us and he's like, yeah you guys are pretty cool i remember is that a direct quote? It sounds like me. Yeah, that was uh, pretty much what Chester said. 
sorry kids, you don't have any context for any of this. Uh, we've been doing this for like two years now, and so sometimes you forget things, and that's okay. We don't eat a lot. We don't eat a lot. We just mostly, I suppose my people, I should say, spend all their time sitting in dungeons. You gotta have a low metabolism for something like that. We just eat whenever it comes by. Oh, that's perfect. Well, I'm glad you are able to get some food in ya. Parent, I would like some nummies. Aw, you want some nummies? Okay. And Twilight starts shoving a corpse hand into, into his mouth. <laughs> it's, it's just a sliver, but yeah, delicious. Or no, we brought some corpses from the battle. Oh, you're, oh, you're, like, you're feeding, you're feeding them, like, fresh dead bodies? I, mean, I was feeding from the jars, J-Mark is feeding from the corpses on the bed. Elliot is my child and the Mimic King. Only the best for my child, only the freshest of corpses for my child. It is terrifying how quickly Elliot can consume an entire human being. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Twilight is watching it, and they're a little bit sickened, but they're also really impressed. You know, they're, they're feeling like a really proud parent. They're just like, that's really good that you don't waste food. Uh, and so, yeah, everyone else everyone else at camp rejoins you, and they want to know, what what do we do now? Twilight calls to Debilica. Hey, best buddy! Hello! What can I do for you, Twilight? You've been on quite the adventure. Oh, your suit is all... I can tell you had to clean it a few times. Torin again? Yeah. Mm. He's a naughty one. That jerk kept throwing mud at me. Uh, but listen. Having no fresh mud, I throw a dirt ball at him. Or at them. How? How? Why do you just have these? <laughs> Twilight throws a mud ball at Vert, and it's actually like half of Vert's size. <laughs> Shut up. Jerk. <sighs> okay. Everyone, please, let's try to focus. We do need to get this done. We do, uh, we are, uh, I, I don't want to put too much alarm on you, Twilight, for I know that you are very busy, what with trying to escape here and all, and believe me, I want you to, but everyone here is getting kind of nervous with the fact that everything around here seems to be very, very dangerous, and, and, uh, well, there are these, these white slime ooze creatures that attacked earlier, and that was very bad, and we chased them off. And uh, there seem to be enormous lizards, much like uh, much like Thick Lizzie over here. Uh, so we would very much like to know what the plan of attack is. Okay, but I gotta ask you something first. Of course. What do you know about a devil with silver skin and very, very quick regenerative abilities? His alias is Milo. Does does that sound does that sound familiar at all? No, I. I wouldn't know what their aliases are. I don't. I don't have all the case files anymore. But uh, a devil with silver skin would be a, a platinum devil, a very rare species of devil, nigh impregnable. You can't preg them at all. You can't make them pregnant at all. Is that what that means? It's not what I meant. Oh. I knew that's where you would take that, but it's not where I meant. So then, how do we defeat him? What's his weakness? I. I wish I could tell you. As far as I know, platinum devils are are extremely rare, but also extremely sought after. And and once they are on a battlefield, they tend to walk off of that battlefield. It's very difficult to kill something that you can't hit. Their skin is essentially a metal alloy. Their regenerative abilities make up for any defensive lack that such armor, such natural powerful armor might have. 
I dare say I've never found a way to quite beat them. I've heard legends that they could be worn down, but that would be after an extraordinary amount of damage. All I could tell you is don't engage. You can't hurt them. You'll need to find some other way to disable him. Uh, the only Platinum Devil that I'm aware of in in Lord Portoblatt's employ would be Martyr Dominus. Okay. Uh, did you happen to know him personally? No, I'm sorry. Different departments. I was in the Illusion Castle, you see. What's his department? Well, his department is Collections, but he's over here in the maze. Now, the thing about the maze is it's mostly just filled with people who managed to escape the castle in some small degree. There are various holes in our security. You guys kind of created your own holes. So, Martyr Dominus and his team, their job is to try to make deals with anyone out here, try to lock them back into the system. But there hasn't been a deal made in the maze in nearly a year. He's probably getting pretty desperate. Is there a chance that he's gone rogue at all? Because he's doing this whole thing with the supers and stuff like that, but he didn't even try to kill us at all. Is is there a chance that he's trying to build his own army? Like, against Master Portablad or something? Well, all I know about Martyr Dominus is even though he has incredible combat potential, he rose through the ranks very quickly. He is always... Oh, goodness, what's that game? He's always playing dragon chess. So whatever moves he's making, even if it doesn't seem like it's to his benefit, I would I would be careful. Hmm. So what you're saying is that he's smart. I would say so. So he's Torin's greatest weakness. Uh she smirks and looks at Torin to make sure he's not paying attention. And then looks back at you and says, that's not very nice. Oh, but you think it's funny, don't you? <laughs> it's so true. I'm assuming my back is turned to them. Oh, goodness, we do we do spill our tea. Oh, yeah, look at that tea spilling. Look at that. Is that some Earl Grey? Oh, dear. Torin doesn't notice anything, but I want my helmet to open both eyes and then wink at them and be like, I heard everything. <laughs> Jester's all like, I had no loyalty. You did a head I ride on. Or no, I just wanted to be like, I'm going to hold on to this for later. <laughs> just blackmail for later. My hat is just slowly collecting blackmail material. Oh, gods. Well, Twilight, Twilight, what did he tell you? Well, I didn't really have a chance to talk to him. Hey, Vert, do you want to let Debilica know what Milo said to you? We may as well use his name now that we know it. Martyr Domus. Martyr Domus. Well, I... Was Marty! Able... I think I was able to... Marty! Huh? I don't know. They decided they needed to say Morty a few times. No, Marty. <laughs> Marty! We need to get back to the future, Marty! We need to get back to the future of the maze, Marty. We need 8.21 gigawatts of soup. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it... This is a dumb game. Really? I hope was under charm. Um, because they were trying to dispense this soup in an effort to get folks to sacrifice themselves. Honestly, not uh. sure how effective this is, but um, if no deals are being made and they're still doing collections out here, wouldn't wouldn't that show up on some kind of ledger? You're absolutely right. There should have been some word of it. As I said, there's been no 
deals made here in nearly a year, there would definitely be a ping on someone's ledger. Somewhere somewhere in the books of some kind. Yeah. It seems to me like this fella is actually trying to do something. Also indicated that there's no method of getting to the castle uh, and that there's something to do with having to destroy the sun to get through uh, all the, the spells and force fields. Oh. Oh, well, that's very interesting. Didn't know the force field around the castle was powered by the sun. Interesting. Well, that makes sense. Well, time to help Bert kill the sun. Yes, we need to kill the sun, guys. Well, I, you know, okay. Point me at it. McKean, get to work on building a rocket ship. Wait, should we do that? Maybe we should find the second wizard first. What was her name in that memory? Uh, Zoe, right? That is accurate. I know you're not talking to me, but just for the record. Thanks, God. Oh yeah, I did ask about that, but uh, Milo never talked about it. Yeah, he did not. He did not mention uh, anything about a wizard. So I guess being made of liquid metal just makes you immune to zones of truth. Well, you don't know if he passed or failed. Hold on, I have an idea. Bert. Yeah. Could you uh? Is it thick Lizzie or sick Lizzie? Thick. Okay. Could you have thick Lizzie let me ride on her head? I want to get a view of this whole place. Uh, I mean, maybe. You could just fly. I mean, that that seems like a better plan. Wait, don't you still have your bird now that you're not near the actual jungle? Because we're in a clearing around the outside of the castle. It should be safer to have your bird fly straight up. That's true. Yeah, let's try that. Mm. Um, I have Mo fly straight up above us to get a view of the whole area. And then Twilight what presses up see? on the D-pad to use eagle sight. Oh <laughs> An eagle flies around, and then and then and then Mo dives down into a giant thing of hay. Well, that's good, because Mo dives down at the last second as a giant winged lizard snaps at the air where she had just been. Oof. Comedy's what saved her. Then they see the, uh, they see the giant long-necked lizard monster you have, and they fly away in fear. Try again. See, I should have been on top of Thick Lizzie. They are afraid of my thickness. What did Mo see? Uh, God, what did Mo see? (laughs) Perception with advantage. See, you're sometimes talking to Mitch. It was I, me. That was a 16. What Mo notices is that there are artificial elements coming out of the ground at various points in the maze. She was only able to see a little bit of it, but sure enough, there was a brass pipe sticking out of the ground uh, just a few turns nearby. A few turns? A few turns in the maze. Like a few, like you take a few turns through this, through a few corridors. Can Mo have seen where the super camp used to be and has the tunnel flooded with soup yet out onto the grounds yes we'll say that the super camp is just a red lake now it's much nearer than you thought it was it's just that travel time through this maze is so incredibly long did my one act of petty stoop like stupid pettiness like is that affecting their supply line of soup at all having flooded that area you're not sure but you do see a pipe that's not a part of that camp that is sitting on its own and you know for a fact that the soup is coming from somewhere. We're gonna break it. I mean, if you want. Okay, so I'm gonna relay this information to the party, plus the Bellica. <laughs> and uh, Twilight goes, okay, so you want us to go to that other pipe and destroy it? It's what I did with the first one. I mean, what? Uh, it just seems like a really short-term solution. I feel like, um, Alfonso, uh, um, Alfonso. Yeah. Hey, uh... Can you tell us anything more about Zoe? Like, 
assuming that she's trapped here, how does her magic, I guess, manifest? Is there a way to, to kind of track to the source of it? Zoe! Assuming that she's also running this area like how you ran the castle? That makes sense. Zoe was the most powerful enchantress I've ever seen. She could make herself look young and beautiful. She could probably have made me look young and beautiful if she wanted to. She could infuse strength, vigor, even magical ability into people. She was... She was everything to me. She... She, uh... You good? Hey. Focus up. Sorry. Sorry. Brains don't cry. What did, uh... What was your question? This weird liquid just starts just starts pouring out of his brain. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it just starts <laughs> flooding. Well, you say it's a short-term problem for them, but have you met these devils? Pointing at uh, Debilica, it's like even a short-term inconvenience caused them to go completely into chaos back in the castle. Oh yeah, they suck. Don't listen to them, Debilica. You're great. So if we cause enough chaos out here, the people mainly in charge, like remember Tentacle Face, will appear. So we might run into Milo again. Oh, I should specify, those were not devils, by the way. Those were just someone that was hired on. They needed someone to take care of the brain, apparently. No, no, not those tentacle faces. The bigger tentacle face. We broke his neck. Well, more the shape changer over there broke his neck. Parag Pla Paragon? Pardon? Oh, you're talking about Paralis? Yes, Paralis was definitely a devil. It's okay, though. He always ate everybody else's lunch in the fridge. Oh, that's the worst. You can't have that. Yes. Yeah, that's just mean. Did you write your name on your lunch? Yes, that's a that's an honored code. It's labeled. Like, even devils understand that. So if it worked once, why not repeat it? Break a bunch of their stuff, cause a bunch of chaos, free a bunch of prisoners. Twilight immediately starts running around the camp and hiding any source of fire. Again, I was not the one who burned down the hedge maze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this maze will burn down, but it's a good idea. Yeah, well, I have to protect the lizard. At this point, I think we're going the opposite direction. We're not burning it down. We're flooding it with soup. Vert, hold on. Uh, I have a question. I have a question for the devil woman. Can you hold me up? Well, I can try. Thank you. Vert holds him up higher with both uh, hands. With their height combined, they are one average-sized person. <laughs> you, you could wear me as a hat. No, sorry. Focus. Mm. Where's my body? What did they do with my body? Why am I a brain? I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, it's unfortunately, it's classified information. Company secret. Oh, okay. Whenever I tried to read the file, it just said, we're memeing, yo. <laughs> yes, they just, they just like a dank meme over in headquarters. So yeah, so Debilica looks all at you. It's like, you, you, we have your back, no matter what. But what's the plan? Okay, so out, out of D&D &D characters, guys, um, what is our plan? for this like actually my suggestion we break the pipe then we kill the sun we find the dragon and the platinum guy will show up maybe maybe we should find the dragon first right isn't wasn't the dragon calling vert at some point wasn't that a thing i wouldn't say calling but uh we were told that the dragon was off in that direction and vert is curious i do feel like if we cause enough chaos on the ground somebody in charge of that castle will come down. Do you guys want to... So, hold on. Our three objectives right now are find the dragon, break the sun, and um, break that pipe. Do we 
I do believe, like, oh, see, breaking the pipe will lead to some sort of revelation or at least gain enough attention that somebody from the castle will appear or maybe show us a way to the castle. Well, I, I don't I don't want to make them appear. Like, we already have had a lot of issues with fighting Milo. Like, I don't want to drag somebody out to wreck our shit when we're not even able to handle the Platinum Devil. Like, what if they bring a whole horde of Platinum Devils? Yeah. But to be fair, he was, like, God Mode, because Mitch created God Mode character. But we don't know, we don't know if that's something that's just going to be ongoing. Like, I think what we need to do is find the dragon first, and hopefully she will help us to figure this out. Find the dino gems and transform, got it. Yeah, we need to, we need to find Tommy, because he was one of the original Empowered Rangers, <laughs> and he'll be able to help us figure out how, how to make our dino thunder happen. God. Whatever dinos are. Does that make sense? Like, what are, what are you guys thinking, I guess? But I, mean, I hear Manny's thoughts, but Kevin, what's your thoughts? Well, I mean, Vert, I would love to, to go find the, the dragon. Um, I mean, if we go find the dragon and then That's decide... The we, we know where the dragon is. They've all mentioned that it's up in the castle, locked up. No, it's below it. Oh, below it? Yeah. Yeah, it's below the castle. That is accurate. I thought it was in the castle. That's why I was mentioning causing a ruckus so we could find a way into the castle. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, 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 no. No, we go find the dragon, and then... Dragon is in the maze. Uh, it is... In the maze, yeah. Uh, the, the clue you got is that the dragon is on... It's, like, on the horizon of this plane, basically. And there's a crystal blue field that it... it yeah. Yes, that's how, that's how you know you're getting close. Okay, um, who... Um, this is a question for the DM. Who are all of the NPCs that are capable fighters that are with us right now? It's everyone, right? From Balderdash? Uh, pretty much everyone in Balderdash is capable of fighting. You have a small force here with you. Uh, Debilica, Gearheart, uh, Jake the Goblin, the other goblins, even though they're not paladins. And I'm assuming plus the forces of the Adventurers Guild with Victorious and... Victorious, Locke, and Varn. Yeah, they all have... And they have various members of their guild as well combined you guys have a small army so i have things i want to do but the issue is i, I want to stay true to twilight and twilight is not necessarily very tactical so i don't want to offer that up as options for us to do things because i feel like that wouldn't be true to the character all right well just know that doesn't necessarily mean you have to make a bad decision tactically no 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 but like what i want to do is like a big tactical decision that I don't think Twilight would come to the conclusion themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, so I'm trying to stay true to that. Uh, okay, what do you got? So, I'm gonna say it, but like like I said, I, I don't want us to use it if it's not something one of your characters would draw the conclusion yourselves. So, as J-Mark, strictly as J-Mark, I think it would be great if we set up recon teams to basically expand our sphere of influence and basically grow the extent of our camp. And then we can have certain points as like safe zones. And so like it can push further and further and further out, getting us closer and closer to where the dragon is. And that way we can make sure we're very safely expanding without putting everybody at risk by sending us alone and like just going out all willy nilly. But like I said, that's not something Twilight would come up with, and Twilight hasn't fully accepted their past, so I think Albin Sight would have come up with a plan like that, but Twilight would not. Um, so that's where I'm at. 
I think Torin wouldn't, like, disagree with that plan. Now, if you guys would have come up with that... Because, like, it would still fall in line. It wouldn't be breaking the pipe, like, causing chaos, but, like, it would cause chaos, like, slowly conquering, because it is also technically what we did in the castle. We went from town to town, slowly conquering and causing chaos for the devils, because it was uniting people and taking away influence from them. Yeah, exactly. Um, Vert, would, what, would you come up with a plan like that? I guess is my question. Um, probably not. Vert would be more... Let's roll out in a, a smaller group to accomplish single specific tasks and not risk a whole bunch of people. Um, as yeah. opposed to building up a larger zone or um, you know having logistics support train type of thing um you really wouldn't wouldn't run with that yeah i do know one thing um i'm gonna i'm gonna jump back into twilight voice here i do know one thing that twilight would absolutely want to do first off i think we should officially unite our camps together we're stronger together we have all these great resources we already know our area is a safe zone eight together strong lady victorious would you like to bring your people here she went back to the nag, but I was I can assume you guys want to make a peace treaty that's totally reasonable. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she is she is all for it and she says, "Do I get to be in charge?" Um M- maybe a committee? Yeah, maybe maybe like a like a board. No, board. It sounds too much like portablat. Uh, maybe like a a council. A council? Yeah. A council. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell or you. Or they could be co-captains, Victorious and what's her name? The Bronx sounding priestess and ray yeah ray ray's our mayor Go captains ray come here absolutely ray and victorious meet up they they go into a secret room and they discuss terms and they come out shaking hands twilight is like super excited and it's like i hope they date all right uh well guys it looks like uh well that's one plan down now time for the real second plan all right guys well it looks like we have the that newest lead to the third plan oh never mind Oh my God! Let him say his line, Manny. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, what? I, I do want to hear what Manny said. I got I got tripped up on saying my own thing. Yeah, I could hear Mitch stumbling, so I was like, "I'll jump in." Yes, you, yes, you saved me from talking. <laughs> we got that plan first. Now the second plan. We find that blue dragonborn. Get Vert laid. Find his mother. Introduce them. Then he raises an army of dragonborn babies, and we conquer the hellscape. I'm actually okay with that. Uh, I think Locke is going to hear your plan and be like, how long does it take to incubate dragonborn babies? We're going to find out. And then raise them into functional warriors. What race is Locke again? He is a high elf, but he is severely messed up. Like, he is covered in facial scars, including around his neck. Gotcha, gotcha, He's He's also, like, basically missing most of his left ear. So is he a high elf or just an elf that's high? I'm gonna let you decide, and then you just play your own little head cannon. Yeah, how high? How high is that elf? Yep, he's about he's about six two. Oh, okay, okay. He's wearing the same kind of golden armor aesthetic that Torin is. Answer Locke's questions like, I don't know, do I look like I have kids? I honestly wouldn't know. I've never had them myself. So why are you asking me? But the point is, I think your plan's gonna take too long. But it will work eventually, is what you're admitting, right? Right? I don't want to wait that long. <clears throat> Let's just, whatever you're deciding, whether we go after this castle and take it down right away, whether we find this dragon, uh, whether we can, whatever you're doing with these pipes, let's just do it now. I don't have time to sit here and wait. All right, High Elf, we're going to go hit the pipe. I genuinely think this is just 
<laughs> I genuinely think this is just Mitch telling us to make a damn decision. <laughs> oh no no no! That was that was character. That's character motivation. Oh, That's okay. just who Locke okay. is. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> it was just Mitch being like, guys, what the hell? Whatever decision you make is fine by me. I designed this to give you open world style multiple objectives. Ooh, fun. You guys just, you guys just, you go with whatever you think is right, and then we'll see if there are consequences. We're going to work in the blacksmith forge to earn money and XP until we're level 10. What if we were able to convince the dragon to help us bust up the pipes? That's a good idea. Yes, and we could convince your mother to side with us if we brought her baby boy home with a new girl, huh? Huh? Elbowing Vert. <laughs> he's just really into this idea. Oh, Vert hangs his head, and he's like, yeah, I suppose. I hope Mom will love it. <laughs> okay, um, so Twilight, uh, Twilight goes, Okay, so I think we need to figure out who's gonna go to see Vert's mom, I guess? So who's gonna come with us? Obviously we're going. Torn raises his hand and his helmet also raises a tentacle. Who's with us? Uh, and Twi Twilight stands up and goes, Who's with us on this mission? Lady Victoria springs to her feet and is like, Let's go! We can do this, guys! She springs to her feet, she's like, You have my bow. <laughs> I guess that's better than having her boo. I don't really have a boo. I haven't really thought about it. I've been busy with escaping. You guys want to escape? We should still focus on that. Trying to. Yeah. No, you guys, by the way, you guys are doing a great job. Trust us. It worked the first time. Massive amounts of destruction and chaos usually led us to the back door to escape, which we blew up, pointing way up high on the castle. Yeah, I figured that was you guys. <laughs> you can still see the scars. I'm assuming, like, what's the inside of the castle must be like now that we took the battery from their illusions? All you know is that it went into lockdown uh, when you escaped, but yeah, you don't know past that. Uh, the castle's gone. He said that it, like, yeah. Uh, so but, do we... Uh, Lady Victorious is ready to get the entire New Adventurers Guild behind you, if you want. I think it would be good to have some of the nag here to help protect the town. But... Maybe we could bring, uh, obviously you, and uh, uh, Locke should come with us. I was gonna go anyway. Yeah, well, I don't really have say over him. He reminds me too much of Torin. Um, we need a healer. Justin, maybe? Varn actually steps up and puts her instrument down in front of you and strings up a bow and just looks at you like, like a look. It's like, I'm your girl. Okay, uh, Varn's with us. That's great. And, um... Okay, so I can support. Torin is the uh, Torin is like our meat shield. Uh, Lady Victorious and Locke are the damage dealers. Yeah, let's go. Bert's our murder gnome. Um, I think we can bring one more person to keep the party small. Who should it be? What do you guys think? The Pooh Man, sir. No, no, that's not Let an option. Let me go with you. Let me go with you. Go on an adventure. No, it's not an option. <laughs> because, oh. because. Bucket, you have a special mission. Oh? Come here, Bucket. I have a special mission for you, guy. Hello. You must teach the ways of his poomancy to the prisoner we have. I'm very nearby now. You and that prisoner that we have with us, you're going to teach him your ways. And you're going to go bust up that copper pipe. And you're both going to go by yourselves. All right. We got to go bust up some pipes. You do know how I like to wreck the plumbing. And, uh, yeah, he, he takes the guy's like, Come here, you young scamp. You gotta eat a handful of these, and I'm gonna teach you some magic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we destroy the soup, like, distribution line? We just toss in... That's how we destroy this. Yep. We just have Bucket and this new guy pooping into the supply line, tainting the whole source. Here's the thing. I see this as a win-win situation. 
Either Bucket succeeds and we destroy the soup distribution line, or Bucket fails and dies. Either way, we win. Can't go wrong. I heard you, and that hurt my feelings. I'm gonna do it anyway, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Oh, I got some regrets now. It was weird that you said that out loud. <laughs> I didn't say that in character. Okay, okay. He didn't know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Twilight, why are you saying you didn't say that in character? In character. <laughs> Twilight, why does your voice suddenly sound different? Okay, so let's go, guys. Are you talking to Mitch now? Let's go find the dragon mom. And uh, we gather up our, our crew, our, our group. Time to go. Locke, Varn, Lady Victorious, and the three of you. And did you pick a seventh member? You were mentioning a seventh member. Um, who do you guys think our seventh member should be? I don't remember any character's name, so I don't know. We might need a healer, so maybe Justin. No, we have a healer, Varn. Um, anyone, anyone you want at all. If not, I mean, you could be fine. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a point where like Derek's on your belt. Like, do, 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 do I count as, as a party member? I, I think I count. I think I could be one. You guys, you guys are always with us. You're a package deal with us. Yay. We're your package. Well, see, one of the, th- I mean, I, I would say tactically Lady Victoria would make the most sense, but I don't. She's already, she's already, she's already with us. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she said, she said she's in. And uh, Locke was already coming. We need a seventh party member from the original Balderdash town and the Goblin Village who joined Balderdash. Who's the most complicated voice to make Mitch have to work harder? Oh, Jake. Well, here's the thing. I don't think we should bring Jake because that would be me blowing a spell slot so that we could communicate with him. <laughs> you also don't have to you don't have to pick anyone. I may have just overly complicated this. Oh, that's true too. No, I think this is great. I love this idea. You should bring Celine and just have her keep making transformation potions and whatnot. It's viable. Hmm. Selena the Alchemist is viable. That might not be horrible if we because I don't think we've actually had her do a proper examination of this uh, soup stuff. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Didn't we already bring soup to her, or did we just never actually think of that because we're in You never carried any soup to, to New Balderdash. No, it got, it got eaten up too quickly. So far, the only action you've done is you've sent Mayor Bucket and the super, the poopy super. And we also have, I think, goblins, mi- a dragon-like claw. Yeah, goblins are mining the... the claw out of the dragon turtle. It, the name's Sel- Selena, not Selena. Yeah. I was gonna correct yeah, yeah. you in a smarmy way, but you remembered. Selena! I'm here. Hey, do you wanna uh, come with us on an adventure? Might be able to get some more stuff to make potions with. We could also have you look at the soup for us. I... Can you fight? Like, can <laughs> you protect yourself? If I'm called upon. Okay. I think this is a good idea. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay. You see, she's like walking up to you like she's already swirling something uh, in a in a little glass vial, and she's like, "Okay, I'll get my things and let's head out, guys." Okay, let's do it, and uh, we're off to see the dragon. So yeah, you have to make your way through the maze now, and so you set out on your fantastic journey. Hey, it's J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. 
And this is weird. I am doing the mid-roll ad in this episode instead of at the top of the next arc. I know I said I was going to do it then instead of now. I said I was going to do the thing, but it's happening now instead. Because I have just announced something very exciting on our social media. We are planning a charity live stream event called Play for Gaia, a charity stream for the planet. Um, we would very much love anyone and everyone you know to apply, to do a panel, a live show, a musical performance, what have you. We're going to have all of these people hop onto our Zoom. We're going to stream it directly on the TFUCast Twitch. So if you're not following us yet, twitch.tv slash TFUCast. And check it out. It's a really, really important cause. We want so many people to get involved. Our goal right now, because it's our first time hosting this event in what will maybe be an annual thing, is to raise $5,000. We only have one planet and... It is our responsibility to do everything we can to preserve it for ourselves and for future generations. So please tell your friends, share the link out, and uh, yeah, that's the big announcement I have in regards to that. Also, I wrote a game, a official tabletop for the end of the world game I have titled Unplugged Survivor. It is a solo TTRPG game. It is really just, I, I wanted to make something for all of you. It's also currently available as a part of a bunch of bundles on itch, itch.io? Is that how you pronounce it? Itch.io? Um, it's available as a, uh, as a bunch of games in that bundle for a charity called Jasper's Game Day, an organization dedicated to making sure people know that they are not alone. Jasper's Game Day works to help prevent suicide through promoting mental health awareness and education, particularly in schools. So I'm so excited. It was such an honor to be able to not only create something uh, that people can play for our podcast, but also to create something and contribute it to this wonderful and beautiful cause. Uh, for anyone who knows me, knows that mental health awareness is extremely important to me. And the rule sets are really simple. You might be wondering, how is it a solo TTRPG? Well, you're essentially journaling your journey as a unplugged survivor in Doraki. And I had so much fun coming up with the mechanics of it. It's really simple. It's something that you can do. And then when you're done with your journey, pass it on to a friend and then they can continue on and write about their journey. And I'm just super proud of this really silly thing that I made. Um, not even just silly, just I, I, I made a game, everyone. I made a game and I'm so excited. Get a copy of it as a part of this moment to support Jasper's game day. If you did want to support us directly as well at some point down the line, you can get the game for as low as $5 or as much as $10 or however much you want to contribute. Um, I, I will be working on it moving forward very likely to make it look a little more pretty and add some more art to it. But please, by all means, get a copy. Love you all so much. And uh, that's all I have to say. This is why I did the ad. You know, big charity events, and it's really important. All right, we will, uh, I'll, I'll let you back to the episode. All right, bye, bye. I do not care if there are children involved. You will do whatever is necessary to root out these traitors. Their work is property of Poltroblatt Corporation. For them to steal such technology is treason against Aronad's Modrushik. You will find them, and you will bring them back alive. Da, slightly maimed is okay. But make sure they can still use hands, and ability to think, and communicate. Da.
make Ned's mother chic proud. Consumers, it has come to my attention that there have been some complaints about the last second adjustment for timing of Ohoda. As you know, Ohoda is normally occurring during previous month. This was original planned, but event was pushed aside due to Encroach's attack on Farmer's Market. Keeping this in mind, we would like to encourage everyone to stay vigilant. And we are offering security service package to have Duraki Police Department patrolling near your homes to ensure your safety. Do not be worried, because after this Ohoda, we are certain that your safety is guaranteed. Like, what, what kind of landmarks are you looking for as you go through the maze? Wait, I have to explain my excellent memory for maps, geography, and terrain? I mean, yeah, but that only can take you to places you've been. I guess survival? Uh, using, using like, the shifting of the maze, it definitely complicates things, like understanding the way the walls shift and the ground moves. Uh, but you still have a general sense of direction of where everything is. So using that, it makes sense that you could conceivably go to places you've been previously in the maze. J-Mark. J-Mark. Yep. I'm going to struck with him yep. so hard. Well, Mitch, to answer your question, okay. I was going to combine my survival skills and my ideals of change. Life is like the seasons, in constant change, and we must change with it. <laughs> you to pretend that I am a global positioning satellite map unit, and I would like for you to tell me, for the striking love of God, what location you are aiming for. Well, I, assu My dear I, friend. I assume because I got confused that I thought the dragon was in the castle that we were basically told it was in the direction of the castle, so in the direction of the castle. Yeah, that was kind of Ferd's idea. Yeah. I think we're orienting ourselves to where the castle is, but as we're moving, um, Twilight is um, trusting Torin to use his great sense of maps, geographies, and terrain so that we can find our way back. I do have a lesson for every situation, drawn from observing nature. Is this helping? Yeah, using that, like, the castle is very obvious. It's dead center in this plane. And it's easy to find a path to it. You find yourself looking at two armed guards at the front of this castle. They look very similar in shape to... How are they at the front? What? what? I'm confused now. Well, you found, you found the front door of the castle. There is a... On the ground? Yeah, there is a drawbridge that is currently up with two devils standing guard in front of it. There is a massive crevice separating this gate from the other one, and beyond it you can see an iron, uh, an iron grate has been slammed shut on the far end, meaning that the castle itself, uh, until you can get through this iron grate, would be totally inaccessible. Did Debilica come with us? I like, I didn't nope. mention her as part of the party because I've gotten so used to her being with us, I just assumed she was with us. 
Nope. And I should have thought of that. Okay. You forgot about her. Now she's doing something else with the new Adventurers Guild. Yeah, I'm so used to her, like, being a constant presence that, like, actually having the state to Billica's coming with us didn't even cross my mind. She's starting office gossip, sleeping with the interns, all that. <laughs> she does what she needs to do, and that's really what matters. She's living her best life. Have the devil seen us? So as you are as you are traversing this new maze, you can turn the corner and see that like, okay, this is the last wall. And you can peek and see two devils keeping guard on this side of the drawbridge. There is a bell in a stand standing like right next to them, and it does not seem that they have seen you. I have an idea. Oh, okay. Or what was your idea, Vert? Vert looks at the devil ID that he has. Does it have a photo on it? Uh, yes. Vert casts alter self on himself to make okay. him look like the photo. Uh, I believe the devil ID you picked up was for Stabathin. Uh, Slothrin. Slothrin. Thank you. Yes. So, uh, yes, you are... By all intents and purposes, you look exactly like Slothrin. You have to sound like a teenage girl. That's part of Slothrin's whole deal. That was, in fact, her voice, yes. And just in case this doesn't work, Twilight, you go invisible and sneak up on one of the guards, and I'll stand here ready with my ring of the mule to knock out the other one. Yeah, I, I don't have the ability to go invisible, but what I'll do is I'll say, uh, Cloak, and I will stealth my way through. Yes, you are extra stealthy. Okay, and I got a 17. And I'm perched with one, like... 26 total. Fist cocked around the corner of the wall, waiting, ringing the mule, pointed at whatever guard J-Mark doesn't get. All right. Uh, they're going to roll to detect you. Nope and nope. You are very... You are able to sneak behind some, like, uh, an, out, an outcropping of vines that's growing along the wall. Uh, you, could you could potentially slink up right behind them. So we are ready just in case Vert's plan doesn't work, and we're waiting for Vert to engage. All right, Vert sort of saunters up to where they're at. Um, hi, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Because of the Twilight's successful stealth roll, they don't hear the laughing or the... Torn in the I'm back. laughing as J-Mark, you jerk. I know, I just want, I'm trying to create a bit, and it's like, or in the background, just slightly hushed shout of, shut the hell up, shut the hell up. Twilight's just going, <laughs> shut the struck up. Hey, uh, hey, Twilight, make a perception check. Don't worry, you're not, you're not being punished for laughing. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, so that perception was, uh, 22. Okay, uh, let me just double check something. Uh, you don't notice anything. What? With a 20? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with a 22. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Like I said, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're not being <laughs> punished for anything. It's just something else is happening. But yeah, you walk up to the to the guards, Vert, and the guards. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, hi. Um, like, head office sent me over and need me to drop some stuff off up there. Um... I'm new. What's the the process here? ID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Uh, Bert produces the ID. Totally, and you completely check out, of course. Uh, and he looks down, and he says, Lockdown. Access denied. Well, yeah, why the hell did she send me over here for? Who sent you? 
Oh, um, the, the something, the, the Bellica, I think was her name. Oh, the Bellica. And they, they both smirk at each other. Oh, yes. Debilica, good times. Hey, you want in? Well, I mean, yeah. The devil reaches out with a pitchfork and taps on that bell. And the drawbridge begins to lower. Says, you can cross, but good luck getting in. Locked out. After he says that, Twilight takes the rapier and stabs it through his chest. <laughs> Holy and Christ. at that same moment, Thorin <laughs> blasts the other guy with Ring of the Mule. And at that same moment, uh, Twilight, you didn't realize Lady Victorious had walked right up next to you with her own stealth roll? <laughs> I love her. We are best friends. That is gorgeous. And as soon as you, like, plunge a rapier into his chest, she jumps on top of his shoulders and jabs her... She has a huge pike and just jams it straight down into his skull. So he's now a porcupine. Honestly, I thought you were going to say she got on his shoulders and just breaks his neck with her thighs. <laughs> Oh no, that's better. That is so much better. Oh, can can that be the, what actually happened? Because that's so much better. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because that that wouldn't do enough damage against this thing. Oh, uh, okay, fair, fair, fair. Getting his neck broken by thigh twist. Oh, his head popped off. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Victorious is the definition of lightning thighs for sure. Uh, thunderous smite or thunderous thighs? Ooh, thunderous thighs. We're rolling initiative. Like, you guys do your, do your damage. Uh, I'm gonna say your attacks hit, your opening attacks hit. Roll some damage, and then we're gonna get started here. So, I rolled a nat 20 to hit. Can I still get that bonus damage from it? Uh, yeah, dude, you're a rogue. You crit. Sweet. What do I roll for Ring of the Mule's damage? Uh, Ring of the Mule pushes. It doesn't do any damage. But uh, you do have to roll a strength saving throw to see if it push you backward. Strength saving throw, so 14 plus 3, so 17. Yeah, you succeed. Uh, you, you brace yourself and you don't get pushed. But the uh, the devil does get pushed and he goes into the uh, fissure. Um, I, I did 13 damage on... The devil that Lady Victorious and I both attacked. Adorable. Uh, Lady Victorious is going to roll her damage, and then we're going to get started with some initiative rolls. I rolled a 16, because negative one initiative. Uh, my initiative is... I rolled a nat 20 for initiative. Okay. Uh, so what's your initiative bonus? Uh, it's two. So 22 so total. 22. Vert? Uh, 12. Torin, you'll be happy to know Locke is pretty much as slow as you are. Hey, no ties. Uh, top of the order is Twilight. You have one giant devil in front of you. Uh, the other one has fallen off a cliff. And my, I left my sword in the devil as well, because I thought that was fun. Okay. So, with the silvered rapier inside this devil's chest, uh, Twilight is going to take out their talon sword and then slash at the tendons in the back of their legs. Okay, uh, roll to hit. That was a 17 to hit. Miss, actually. Woof. That's a high AC. All right. Yeah, no dice. Uh, you hit with your weapon, but you can't pierce its, uh, its natural thick skin. Hey, come on. Be cool about this. No. <laughs> okay. Th did it hurt, like, your feelings at least? A little. Okay, well, I'll take it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take my sword back now, and Twilight pulls the rapier out of his chest. <laughs> I don't mind. And he reaches out for it. 
down from you is uh, Lady Victorious. Lady Victorious is going to put out a hand, and above this creature's head, a golden hunter's mark is revealed. It looks like uh, like her tiefling horns, the shape of her tiefling horns. And uh, then she goes stab. Is she still squeezing with her thighs? Uh, hey, she hits. Not quite. Uh, one hit for, yeah, nine more damage. As she, yeah, she stabs into this thing, she is still hanging on for dear life on top of its shoulder and just trying to stab it in the head. Uh, down from her is Torin. Has it been long enough that it would technically count as a long rest? Oh yeah, you've been long rested for sure. Yeah, we, we, we've had a long rest, we're good. So I got all my level 2 spell slots back from my zone of truth bomb. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. I guess I'm too far away, but I will assist by casting Hold Person on the enemy that Twilight and Victorious are still trying to take down. Because I already, I blasted one off a cliff, one-shotting. Uh, okay, he's gonna try to save. And he must make a wisdom saving throw. He's going to roll with advantage, and he gets 24. What? How the hell? It's a devil thing. <laughs> it's a devil thing! Uh, this is a very powerful devil. Just, I was trying to give you guys a quick description before. These two devils look very similar to uh, Martyr Dominus. Only these ones have, uh, you would assume, normal colored skin for a devil. Like, a kind of sickly off yellow skin. Okay. Well, then I guess for my bonus action... You got the touch! You got the power! He does indeed have that power. I will move up. Does my acid blast count as a action, or can that be a bonus action? My guy, we are right on top of this thing. Please do not acid blast me. That is an action. Okay, that's a full action. What about using an item? Is that an action? Drinking a potion is an action. Everything else is a free action. I will take out one of my bottles of dragon turtle stomach acid and splash it on this thing's leg. Oh, delightful. Uh, make a dexterity check. Just uh, just roll d20 plus dex mod. I don't have a dex mod. I have a negative one. Oh yeah, so just roll, just roll a d20. That was a 17 with no bonuses. It's gonna go wide and it's gonna, you're gonna hear it break and splash on the devil that had fallen down the hole with which is now flapping upward with its enormous wings but it is going to take 10 acid damage from that. 1d10 acid damage? Yeah, I, I got a 10. Oh, okay. So yeah, you got max damage on he's like, stop, that, ow, why, ow. I got max damage on the wrong enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Works out. We're down. Down from Torin is Varn. Varn is going to sit down and start playing her big old thing, her big bass instrument, her big two-string thing. And she is going to protect Twilight with protection from good and evil. Fiends now have disadvantage when attacking you. Wow. Mm -hmm. So a nice simple bonus there. Uh, and down from that is the Horned Devils. Is that their actual like title, Horned Devils? Uh, the first one... Yes, that is that is their official title. They are not pleased about all y'all. How many are there? I thought we were just fighting the... Is, is this people coming from the drawbridge that went down? No, this is just the two. The drawbridge is going down, but it's not yet all the way down. Uh, and Right, but I thought one of them fell down a fissure, so we're just fighting the one, aren't we? Yeah, he had wings, dude. He's flippy-flapping himself back up. They both have wings. They're flying back up. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry about that. I was, like, very confused. Oh, cool. 
So the very first thing it's going to do is it's going to lash up with its tail and try to pull Lady Victorious off of itself. Uh, she is going to get... Oh god. She is going to get strangled by the tail, and she is now being held over the cliff. Uh, she doesn't take any damage, but she failed to save against this grapple. With the second attack, the thing's going to take its pitchfork out and attack you, Twilight. But you have... Uh, he has disadvantage. Yes. So he's going to get... His lowest roll is 27. Oh! Is it? Is it? Is it really? Is it really 27? He's gonna he's gonna fork you, J Mark. Okay, I'm gonna use cutting words on him as a reaction. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna subtract from that. And I'm guessing I can't use pro- and I guess my protection ability isn't in effect. Your protection ability should be in effect because you're right next to me. Do you have your shield out? Yeah, I ran up, so I should be able to. Oh yeah, sword and shield out. I used an item and a spell. Absolutely. No, that's totally fine. Uh, does your armor class equal, uh, sorry, is your armor class 27? It's 20, but that's not how protection works. Uh, it's attacking, so I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on its attack roll. Oh, I see. And he already had disadvantage from... So, double disadvantage. Protection from good and evil. Let's, let's give him double disadvantage. Low roll now is 19. 19. Perfect. Now I'm going to use cutting words on it. Okay. Cutting words okay. causing the miss? Um, cutting words allows me to use one of my bardic inspirations to roll a d6 and subtract from its attack roll. And I it. rolled a 4. That takes 4 away from it. That makes it a 15. And I am protected because my armor class is now 16 with the cloak of cloak and daggers. Absolutely. The cloak and dagger of cloak and daggers. Oof. My goodness. Look at the teamwork on you guys. That was involved. <laughs> All Thank right. you, Torin. Well done. Okay, third attack. So, like, can we can we make this can we make that cinematic, like how that happened? Because that sounds like it would be a really cool Please do. sequence. So, I, th I think what happens is what what does he try to attack me with? Uh, a pitchfork. So he tries to stab me with the pitchfork, and Twilight goes, "You won't. This won't work against me." Using cutting words against it to kind of like disgruntle it, and then Torin right next to me jumps up. And like parries one attack with the shield, parries the second one, and then the third one tries to come down on me, and he whiffs, and he completely misses me. Fantastic! Yeah, you completely avoid all damage, and then he gets a third attack. He's gonna hurl a fireball at Varn. It's gonna hit, and it's gonna do oh, 14 damage. And uh, uh, whose turn's next? Really quick. I think whoever, if it's one of us, we should get the other horned devil. The other horned devil comes up and Twilight goes, Was this a good idea? For you? No. It seemed like a good idea at the time we didn't let Mitch finish describing them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I need it I think I need a break. Do you wanna end it there, Mitch? Like that was a great game, but like we've been playing for a couple hours now. Absolutely. I'm glad you liked it. Hey, Mitch, we can't stay here much longer, can we? I, uh, buddy, I don't, I don't think so. We're high-profile targets for Petrabliap now. If we stay here, we'll be putting all these kids in danger. Where else could we go? It won't be long before Lorong has a security force and the police department fully trained and equipped. They're out there participating in Ahoda right now. I don't know. But I hope Amelia has an idea of what we can do.
Consumers, our Nazmodoshik is pleased. The Duraki Police Department has excelled in their task and taken home many trophies from this year's Ohoda. But do not be worrying. Our hunters have done great work in name of Nadzmurushik, and so we will be turning them to Special Operations Unit. Hunters will serve at behest of Potroblat Corporation and will be legally obligated to keep masks on to maintain anonymity. And also because Nadzmurushik would like to make uh, merchandise of hunters. Ugh. Speaking of merchandise, in two weeks is, of course, Cupid Day. We are, of course, obligated to pay homage to our generous God, who will only spare us his wrath if we throw gifts upon Cupid Day Pyre. In honor of the generous God, we will be hosting special military parade. This will take place starting at Forge and ending at Potroblat headquarters in northern part of city. We will be equipping new Spec Ops unit with new equipment built in Forge, and they will be ensuring safety of military parade by taking care of any encroachers who wish to delay or stop parade. The military parade will have festive theme. We will be marching. Duraki Police Department will be knocking on your doors and taking Cupid's Day gifts for the pyre, ending with giant bonfire in front of Potterblatt Corporation headquarters. Of course, if you did not purchase a gift for the Cupid Day Pyre, you will instead be taken yourself to sacrifice to generous God. Is great honor, da? That is all I have. Although encroachers tried to ruin the stability and safety of our city, we have shown them great strength and power. It is best we remember who is in your corner. While encroachers tried to destroy new food source, Polterblatt Corporation fed you. So remember, consumers, to keep living your truth, because Nazmodoshik orders it. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to that episode of Tabletop for the End of the World. Really appreciate and love all of you. Thank you for your patience with the mid-roll ad. We're just really excited. Uh, just a couple of reminders. If you would like to be named after an NPC in our podcast, all you have to do is tweet Instagram and or Facebook about the show using the hashtag UnpluggedRising. We check those all the time. So, you know, talk about it a lot. Uh, the more you talk about it, the more likely it will be to notice your name and then use it on an NPC. Also, for this upcoming, uh, not the arc that's about to come out, but for a future arc, we need magic items. It is extremely imperative that we get custom magic items from all of you. So please, flex those creative muscles, show us what you got, um, send us things. If they're a little overpowered, we might nerf them a little bit. If they need a little bit of something sugar, we might buff them a bit. But send us some stuff, give us some funny names. I will draw them, most likely. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I have for everybody. So, uh, the next episode will be coming out in two weeks. That's the end of January, January 30th. So, thank you all so much, everyone. And remember, the Overseers are always watching.